Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, Israel, I don't know if you heard, but we, we were talking about your photo yesterday that you sent out on, on the gram. And uh, after you, you, you won some Tough mutter contest or you know, Spartan race, something like that. And yeah. we uh, listen, we uh, we're not keeping it a secret. We decided to let everyone know you are very clearly on steroids. We didn't decide anything. Yeah, the mouse that you got saw, in your pocket. I saw you tweet that. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's what I'm proudest of is how many steroids I've done. Like they don't test. They don't <laughs> test in these races. You could just get it. Like there are no testing systems. Yeah. Just do whatever you want. No, there's no test. <laughs> I mean, are you asking me if I do steroids? Oh, no, I, I know you do. I, I'm, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, because, and, because I'm monetizing off of this so much that I'm going to go ahead and just ruin my body. Well, you're by, very, uh, you're very, well, it doesn't look like you're ruining your body, but but if you're, you're very, you're very competitive. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be a monetary value. You could just be like, you're, no, like, you're, you want to win. Not that, I'm not that ridiculous. Like, I'm not that kind of competitive. Like, just to, to win a race where I get no, no acknowledgement whatsoever, nah. Like, I, I I don't even want them, like, the Spartan Race people ask me via Twitter to use that photo for their marketing. I'm like, well, I got to get something out of it. Like, give me a free race entry or something, and they haven't responded. Did you see that the newest the newest billionaire who is in the folds of the Marlins sale, he, he owns a hostess, okay? When is the last time you had a hostess Twinkie or a ho-ho? <laughs> or a ding-dong. Um, it's been a while. Uh, I honestly don't know the answer to that question. I do think that the last time I did have a Twinkie, it it was because I was sort of toying around with like microwaving stuff, and I feel like I might have microwaved a Twinkie, and it might have been really really good. But you were a chubby kid at one point. You know damn well you were coming home from after school snacking or at school. That was part of the lunchbox, the Twinkie for sure. Yeah, that wasn't really part of the repertoire. Like I didn't have a crazy sweet tooth uh, coming up, so those were just. Yeah, sugar in the bag wasn't really for me. When's the last? But no, I'm time- with you. Like I just, I just ate a bunch of different food. It's not like I didn't eat disgusting food. I did eat plenty of that. When's the last time these days? Okay, when's the last time you had fast food? <laughs> what time is it? Like, uh, oh, really? So, oh, so, so you do? You, you just eat burn it fast off? food? Um, well, I did yesterday about six hours. What'd you have? Wow. <laughs> a Crunchwrap Supreme. Where's oh is that the bell? Next, oh, you, you wow. Buried the bell. It must have been a late night. In my next Good life, I definitely you. want Izzy's metabolism. Good Izzy, were you out in the streets hey, last I night? Got up, I still got up. I actually had more motivation to get up and go to the gym because I just got done. So, uh, yeah, I worked that. All right. Up. All right. Very good. <laughs> uh, this year is is this year going to be LeBron's easiest run through the Eastern Conference? Man, what a crazy conversation to have based on what we were saying like four weeks ago about this team and whether they were vulnerable. Um, I, see, I don't know if it's easy in terms of, like, I don't think the next round's going to be easy regardless of who they play, uh, Washington or Boston. I think uh, the Celtics are going to have some trouble. But what I think they're doing now, it's, it's really weird because all that, to me, and this is just looking at LeBron and the way he's treating game by game, um, all that panic and stuff at the end of the regular season, all the, the defensive numbers that people were focusing on and their inability to get right for a consistent amount of time, or any significant amount of time, I think sort of frightened LeBron to really look like small picture. 
really look at literally just one game at a time. It sounds ridiculously cliche, but one game at a time. And they're basically saying, look, I'm not worried about our season-long rankings. I'm not worried about our performances over several stretches in January, February, March, because, A, we weren't healthy, we weren't whole. And as I'm LeBron, I'm saying I wasn't, you know, the guy that I am right now because I played differently. And so um, they just – they're doing this one game at a time. It doesn't matter how close it has to be against the Pacers. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, an ugly upset of the Raptors. It's, they're sort of working their way to get there. And it's sort of twofold. Obviously, it moves them through the playoffs, but it also sort of sharpens them for the inevitable matchup in the finals. And so, yeah, I don't, I'm not I'm not just not ruling them out of, of, of making finals. Like, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion, it feels like. But I'm not ruling them out as a champion, uh, as a repeat champion, because, like, that guy is ridiculous, and I'm not putting anything past him. Last night, did we see a sample of Pop maybe figuring out Kawhi Leonard and James Harden could be a real nice matchup going forward here? Maybe maybe Kawhi might have found something out because it seems like Harden might be a little bit ignorant to the fact that he did miss more than a few layups. It just wasn't that. No, I mean, James is uh, – I don't know if that's <clears throat> necessarily something that, you know, that Pop has figured out. I do think it's a problem, though, if they're gonna, if Tony Parker's done. Uh, I think it's one of the sort of little secrets about this Spurs team is um, – when you know when Kawhi is good, they're good. But when Tony is playing well, um, that's when they can uh, beat almost anybody. And so uh, Tony is just like he doesn't have that quickness that he had before. He's still got um, you know he's not the, a dead eye shooter or what have you. But when he is aggressive and hitting shots and getting in the lane, um, mostly off of kickout passes and guys you know collapsing uh, or guys running out on him. Um, then, yeah, there, there, there can be a really, really, really good offense. But if he's missing, man, that's way too much pressure on Kawhi to be the singular playmaker on that team. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be a bigger problem than anything you can figure out between James Harden and, and uh, Kawhi Leonard. Did Marcus and Markeith Morris switch places in game two? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, man, Markeith, he's a weird dude. I didn't realize he was this moody. And this, I mean, it's funny how he was calling Millsap a crybaby, and this dude complains about everything. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, man. Like, I still think, I still think the Wizards are the better team because I still think that, like, that backcourt of Wall and Beal, when Beal isn't playing, like, oh, he was so bad in Game Two. I mean, he plays scared sometimes to me. But anyway, you got you got to um, hit that shot at the end of the fourth quarter. You, you're never going to get a, a wide open. 16-footer no. to win no. a road game, too. You have to hit that shot. He, he, I'm telling you, man, Like I, I feel like I told you this back when before he was in the league. I didn't like the way he ended his season at Florida, like the way they played in Louisville against Louisville in the Elite Eight. Like, he just doesn't come up big, Bradley Beal. And I think, yeah, I think he's a little bit of that, a little bit of that choker mentality a little bit in him. But anyway, um, yeah, I still think Washington might be the better team because I think John Wall – I know Isaiah just went for 53, but I think John Wall is the best player on the floor. And so I still think this thing's going to come back to Boston 2-2, and Boston's going to be scared. Uh, yeah, I think I think that series has seven games written all over. I think that's the that's your typical series where the home team is going to be in control every game. I mean, I know Boston was playing from behind almost all of game two, but where the home team's going to wind up winning almost every game. The first team that winds up winning on the road, I mean, that, team, that team's going to wind up winning the series, I think. Yeah, and Washington, the first time they hang on to a lead and win a game, which I would presume would be in game three, then they're going to feel like, okay, now we know how to close the game out because uh, obviously they had significant leads in both of those games, and 
then just kind of let it whittle away. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think they've got they've still got a lot of growing up to do. John Wall is a better player than he's been ever, um, but these other guys still have to sort of elevate their game in the playoffs because it can't just be him. Like they need their version of Al Horford to come up big and got to be Bradley Beal. Israel, what do you make of what's going on with the Clippers? Because obviously there's some repercussions, what winds up happening as far as the Heat are concerned potentially. But, you know, you, you got Blake Griffin, who's a free agent, okay? Chris Paul is likely going to opt out because at the very least he wants to sign a new contract. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out if you're the Clippers. We know money's not an issue with Steve Ballmer, but you're going to go out, you're the Clippers, and you're going to give $200 million apiece uh, to Griffin, who can't stay healthy, to Paul, who's 32 years old, has never won anything, and as a franchise, uh, you, you can't get out of the first round. You're going to keep the same group together. What do you do in that spot? If, if you're perfectly happy um, winning some games and being in the playoffs and having the ceiling, uh, hitting your head against the ceiling uh, a lot, then, then, yeah, you bring all those guys back and you just say, okay, at least we're not terrible. At least we're not tanking. At least we don't have to go through that routine. At least Steve Ballmer is not, you know, someplace he had no interest in being just a couple of years into his ownership. Um, but, you know, it makes you wonder what the ultimate goal is there for all these guys. Like, you know, Ballmer obviously wants to win a championship. Chris Paul, good God, like Chris can, can get into uh, a conference finals because you remember not too, uh, too many years ago we were saying, who's the better point guard, Darren Williams and Chris Paul? Then it became a joke. Obviously, Chris Paul's better. Yeah, Darren Williams is going to go fur- further in the playoffs this year than Chris Paul has ever gone. Um, but, I, I, you know, if you're, if you're okay with being that team that you know can't win a championship, but uh, at least you're going to be good and maybe you could surprise someone, then, yeah, you go ahead and, and pull that, put that team back together and have a frustrated Chris Paul and a frustrated and probably hurt Blake Griffin. But um, the Doc Rivers comment about, you know, legacy. Oh, legacy. Well, what, what legacy? To, to continue I mean, losing in the first round? What is he yeah. talking about? Like, it's just he's just trying to find a way and an excuse to just keep that thing together. Like, if you want to talk about somebody who's the one, the one player of those guys who wants to, like, if you want to talk about Clipper legacy and creating this, it's Blake Griffin because he started there and he, you know, he didn't, uh, Chris Paul obviously started in New Orleans. Um, and DeAndre Jordan is a nice player. You know, he's been an all-star, but he's not a franchise player. If you want to, you want to, pull that card, okay, cool. Then you're picking Blake Griffin to build around, uh, and, you know, you're going to have to let Chris Paul walk and let and trade, trade DeAndre Jordan for some good pieces. Uh, but overall, like, even that, I mean, come on, like, there's nothing there. Their legacy right now is, is you know, a team that blows leads in the playoffs and has an underachieving point guard. Like, that's not a good legacy to have. So um, it, it's going to be really interesting what Chris Paul does because if Chris Paul wants to, like, he's the one that I think obviously has the most pressure to win beyond the second round of the playoffs. And if he stakes with the Clippers for the money, which is a significant amount of money, and then just trust, say, Doc Rivers has made terrible GM decisions since I've been here, you go ahead and finish rounding off this team. This time, this time, you'll get it right. Like, I just don't believe Chris Paul has any reason to trust that organization. But, you know, there's like eight figures there sitting there telling him that he should trust them. What's the difference between Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony? Is the only reason that Chris Paul doesn't get that Carmelo Anthony treatment is because it's an Eastern Conference, Mm. Western Conference thing? No, I think it's, I mean, that's part of it because the competition's tougher. But, no, I think it's, uh, it's just more part of it because, you know, he plays the game differently. Like Carmelo Anthony, the hero ball, selfish player treatment uh, in it for the numbers. Uh, Chris Paul gets everybody involved, plays, you know, the right way and all that other stuff, and is your sort of prototypical classic point guard. So there's not really much to criticize about him. Because there's no uh, complaint as to who has played with better players throughout their career. It's Chris Paul by far. 
You're right, but with his clip in his Clippers tenure, like he's he's been the guy who's had to do all the creating for, for the most part. He hasn't had that wing, and even his you know high quality, maybe even all star level two guard JJ Redick, man, he's not creating for other people or himself. Even frankly, he's he's got to get set up. And so if you look at the league, unless you're you know a spectacular scorer at the point guard like Damian Lillard or Steph Curry, like you need that wing guy to help you out. And um, you know they don't they've never had that, and so. It's a different animal with, with Chris Paul. And, frankly, I would say that, you know, you've tried a number of different ways to build around Carmelo, uh, whether it be a Chauncey or a, an Allen Iverson or a Jason Kidd or what have you. Um, and it all just depends on how good Carmelo is. He's the only reason uh, why his team seems seemingly win or lose, uh, whereas Chris Paul, you know, can work with the people around him. How, uh, finally here, Israel Gutierrez, how, how badly do the Chicago Bulls hope that Dwayne Wade opts out of his contract? Why would they think he would opt? The only way, the only way he's opting out of that deal is if they move Jimmy Butler first. And then, then it's just, I no longer, I'm on a rebuilding team and I don't have a good friend on it. Uh, that's the only, because who's giving him anywhere close to $25 million next year? Oh, no anybody one. giving him $15 million next year? No one. And that's the conversation we were having earlier. Like, I, I do not, I, I think there's no way, well, I shouldn't say no way, but I, I do not think that Dwayne Wade is back in Chicago next year. But then again, you know, if he's if he's the, the, his time in the league is running down, you know, uh, Romberg, we, we like to talk about how he wanted that one last payday in his last mm-hmm. year in Atlanta. He came off the couch eating a bag of Funyuns because mm-hmm. he wanted to cash in another million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Dwayne Wade's got twenty five million left on the table. And the ding dongs. Don't forget those. Correct. Um, yeah, I do think that uh, I do think that he'll be like he will opt into that deal. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, perhaps that becomes an attractive trade piece for a team that needs a bench uh, option, you know, that feels like it can win a championship. Um, and so all of a sudden you're not looking at, the, at the, the money left on the deal. You're looking at winning. So I think, you know, his agent can convince him that, you know, opt in and then you just put the pressure on the Bulls. Like, they don't want you. Oh, so they, don't, they do not want have, him. Right. So they're going to have to find a way to, to move him or, um, or, you know, sit there and pay him. And then if they pay him and it's a terrible team, then Dwayne Wade will have a bunch of injuries. Israel, great job. You got any games coming up, or are you done with the playoffs? Uh, I don't have any games coming up this weekend because I previously asked for the weekend off. But, uh, oh, I might have oh we're getting loose. What's going on? Uh, you got, one of, those tough, you got clearly, one of those tough mutter runs again? Clearly, if you're eating oh, no, Taco no, no. Bell at midnight, you no know running. you got something going on. There will be no running. I'll just put it that way. All right. All right. Very good, Israel. See you, man. Later, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.